We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I want to know what you think of the what Texas is doing. Turning back uh, residents of Louisiana, if you have Louisiana plates, at the border, in case you're just there to get away from the hot spots that are in Louisiana now, including New Orleans. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, if we were doing it, can you imagine us doing that, turning pe- uh, people back at Massachusetts or uh, uh, certainly Ontario or Pennsylvania, all the neighboring states and provinces, and said you can't come in because uh, we uh, we haven't vetted you and you're not welcome. I, I don't know. I can understand why they're doing it, but I'm not really sure about it. Uh, the next question I have is, do you know anybody who is uh, uh, virus positive, got a positive uh, test? And I'd like to know about the test itself. I've seen an outline of it does not look pretty. Uh, also, any kind of traveling. We're going to be talking tomorrow to a woman who's driving back home in Buffalo to Buffalo from uh, uh, from Florida and see what it's like to be on the road with a lot of things closed. And uh, the uh, governor said we're going to extend this for two weeks. The president says I'll see you two weeks and raise you for uh, two weeks. And so it's uh, four weeks for the feds. Let's go to uh, CJ. Uh, let's go CJ on line one. Uh, CJ, you're on WBEN. Uh, good morning, Sandy. Hello there, CJ. Hello. Yeah, Hello. We've, we've been told once, twice, three times what we have to do. And I hope the American people are smart enough to follow instructions and we don't need quarantines and so far. Um, we should be better than that. And I got my fingers crossed for a big celebration on the 4th of July. Well, that would be great. 4th of July is Independence Day, after all. But there's a famous saying, no one ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the U.S. population. And I think there are times when you look at those kids down at the beach in Florida and other examples where I think that's very believable. I agree completely. And I would not let, if I had a kid... On the beach in Florida, I would they would have been sleeping in my car for two weeks. If my kid said, I, I want to go to Florida, I'm going to go to Florida, I'd say, pack up your room now and put it in the trunk of your car because we're not going to be the test guinea pig when you come home. Uh, we had that one story online where the kid went uh, against his parents' wishes and then came back. They filled his trunk with groceries gave him $300 and said, hit the road, because we don't know if you're carrying anything or not. And, and I don't blame him. I mean, that the kid is taking a big gamble, not just for himself, but for his parents. Oh, absolutely. 
Well, I don't know anyone with the virus, but I'll tell you, my house has never been cleaner. <laughs> That's true. Us too, although we have a very clean house anyway, but now it's clean because uh, we got time to do more cleaning. It's a deep cleaning now. Well, thank you, CJ. Uh, uh, we appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Let's go to line two, which would be Greg in Cheektowaga. Greg, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm on remote. I'm home with the lovely lady, and we're enjoying the broadcast. What's on your mind? Well, I have a son, Annette, that uh, did some time in a correction facility. He is being released tomorrow. And I am definitely, uh, with CJ just calling us saying 4th of July, I don't see this even getting better by then, and I'm being optimistic here. You listen to the governor, I'm being very adamant of what the governor's saying, and then he's going back saying he's not, you know, be proactive instead of reactive. Well, all these prisoners, my son specifically, is just one being released tomorrow. So my question is, why aren't these prisoners being tested before they go out into society? My question- that's, an, that's an excellent point. I think it's a fair request, too. Uh, and I agree with you. I, I think it's going to be a later than earlier because look at it like this. It's coming up to a certain curve at a certain speed. When suddenly we've reached that apex that they talk about, it doesn't go down fast. It would go down at the same ratio in which it came up. And unless we come up with some uh, something like that uh, medicine they were trying out from the tests in France, which... Uh, uh, took care of, they had 40 people in the test, all 40 recovered. If something like that happened, we could see a fairly quick recovery as long as we had uh, uh, the medicine to do it. And my, my only concern is, is, is if, if the numbers do go down, now, for instance, in that with families and friends of my family, with my 81-year-old mother and everything, I have to tell my son when he comes home tomorrow that he cannot go see people. And there's, just to give you a shot, there's 60 people. It could be more that he knows and everything. So you're talking to the average population. If he does have it and not know it, that he's going to be infected, just one prisoner, 60 people. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, say it's not personal. It's something, no matter who it was, that we have to do. You've got to find a place to, uh, to shelter in place for at least a couple of weeks so we feel comfortable about seeing you again. And I think he should be able to understand that. He, he might be anxious to get home and see the people he missed, but he's also got to understand the danger in doing such a thing. That is correct. And that, I hope uh, Governor Cuomo and that, I, I just hope in that, that he, you know, he does have, I don't know what the test kits are, but I feel like any Anything that any prisoner being released should be tested before they go out into society, or it's just going to keep on spreading. I, I agree with you. I think it's a reasonable request, too. Let's take a break on News Radio 930 WBN. I'd like to thank uh, Vanna, Vanna Pollock, who's handling a lot of the technical side here. I'm just uh, li- living large, enjoying uh, doing the show again today. Let's go to Daryl, who's on line three from Medina. Daryl, you're on WBEN. I got a lot of things to talk about this. I bet you do there, Daryl. We'll start from the top. Did you get the the postcard from the CDC? I no, one. I didn't. You didn't get one? That's no, I did not. I did get I did get the census. 
but no, no, uh, no official government uh, correspondence. It's what it is. It's a, the guidelines for America, right? But okay. I noticed. What? It's only in English. Good. That's a good step. We don't want it in 17 languages, unlike your gas bill. Yeah, but stop and think about it. How many people have we got in this country right now that can't read English? That's right. We got 330 million people, of which 12 can read English. That's you know that I, that just I don't even know why you know me I pick up on stupid stuff. I like that though. When when the when the gas company started sending the bills in so many languages that there has to be a second page full of the languages that the bills in. I thought this is getting to be ridiculous. Pretty soon it'll be for English push two. My health, I get a thing for my health care. Same thing. Three, four pages of, you know, all the stuff. And they know I'm, they know I'm American or yep. English speaking, whatever. Uh, I'm listing my name as Carmen Miranda. I want to be multicultural with fruit on my head. Are you going to, ch- I want to know if you're going to change the name of the show. To what? <laughs> no. To Dumpkiss and Company? Think about this. Yeah. Breakfast with the breakfast. Bre- breakfast with the beach. With the beaches, but don't say it too fast. Breakfast at the beach. Yeah, breakfast on the beach. The beaches. Yeah, I like that. Breakfast. Yeah, when when Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Pollock becomes Mrs. Beach, then we can do that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because that's the kind of power I have. I can get a woman to change her last name. I mean, think about the power there. That's a lot. It really is. You got it. Now you got to think about it this way too. You're you're almost like you're semi-retired. Right? Yeah, this is yeah, this is like that. I mean, it's cool. You know, you get up in the morning. I mean, you could be sitting there eating your steak and eggs while you're doing your show. I worked almost sixty years to get to work a four-day week. It's finally here, and we have a pandemic. I. Uh... I can't think of anything in my lifetime that has hit the, uh, you know, hit this country the way this thing has. You know, the only other thing I could think of that would be worse. World War Two. Yeah. And yeah, I was obviously uh, right now. The way you know, the way everybody is divided, I could imagine it would be a. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, it's just yeah. And we we came together, and I wish we would come together with this and and get past the uh, the labels of Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, that kind of stuff. Have you looked at any of the pictures? My wife here got out. We've had. We got some shirt tail relation in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Okay. In the middle of all this, their whole business district got literally wiped out because they had she had a whole bunch of pictures on this morning. Oh, and you guys wanted to talk to somebody. Have Randy look on the Memories of Medina website. Okay. The lady is back here. The very first one we had from Orleans County, she got stuck in Florida for two weeks. Oh, wow. Hotel room. The worst part was then they had to rent a car to come home because they couldn't get a flight. 
Yeah, it seems like it would be easier to rent a car than trying to fly. My, I know my sister uh, a few weeks ago was uh, after she got married up here. Uh, she and her husband got on an airplane. You think a flight to Florida would be pretty, uh, pretty easy? It was a nightmare for her, an absolute night, my nightmare. She's thinking when they come up for the wedding, if 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 it's possible, they're going to come up by train. I think train is much more enjoyable. It's relaxing. Uh, sometimes airplane uh, travel is a nightmare. You know, it's just as bad out in Boston. I mean, I, I happened to listen to the station out of Boston again last night. WBZ, probably in Boston. Oh, I listen to all the powerhouse stations. And the, Radio 103, WBZ. Yep, and it used to be WJZ, right? Uh, not that I recall. It was always uh, Radio 103. The disc jockeys at the time I was growing up on BZ in Boston put out a movie. They made their own movie. And I went to the theater to see it because it was so cool uh, to see uh, what those guys looked like in person because everybody listened to BZ in in New England, and uh, they really had their act together. And uh, then and now, it's a class radio station. I'm not sure if we own it or not. We own so many stations now I can't even keep track of them. Uh, but always a class act, WBZ in Boston. Uh what else can I say this morning? Well, you've said a lot of good things. You've kept the uh, uh, show moving forward. What other questions? You got the big e- if you have- Yeah, do you know anybody uh, that got it? Also, um, how do you feel about extending it a full month? The governor has extended it two weeks, and the president went four weeks. Is four weeks too much? Is two weeks enough? I mean, two weeks, yeah, I guess, is as flexi- flexible as four weeks. But uh, that's what we're starting to look at now. Four weeks. I boy, I'm a, I'm up in here on that because it's you got to get you got to get on the downside of the curve. Can I? Yeah, you do. Yep. And if we don't get it, you you can't do it. And it's still, you know, has anybody figured out? Is there any common thread to the whole thing? I don't. It's a. It's an international epidemic. If you look at a world map, outside of there's some spots in Africa that don't look like they've uh, been hit hard, but everything else in the whole world looks red on that map. So it's not just our problem; it's everybody's problem. Hey, thanks for the uh, call, uh, Daryl. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, if you look overseas, I mean, Europe is just blighted, and so is Asia. Africa, not too bad. And, uh, of course, over here, we've got it. I haven't noticed South America. I should look up South America and see how they are. But the bottom line is they expect things in the past. Things have gotten better when the weather got warmer. Now, whether that happens now or not, I don't know. And yet we have warm weather in Florida, and it certainly isn't any better down there than it is anywhere else. Uh, 8030930 star nine thirty. Mr. Buzzy Beamer, Mr. Beamer, what do you have in Facebook, please? All right. So we're also asking, how do you feel about the Texas Louisiana policy on Facebook? And Marcia says, I feel the horse is out of the barn and the door behind him is locked. It's too late for this. The virus is everywhere. Many Texans went to Mardi Gras, and those cases are showing up now. Well, that's true. Well, Mardi Gras is not that far 
from uh, Texas, and it's easy for them to go over there, party, 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 and come back to Texas. So they're not, if they're not stopping them, I mean, I think they're missing part of the boat. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Have you guys ever wanted to go to Mardi Gras? Yeah, I've thought about it. I thought it looked like fun. Looks like yeah, fun, I should if say. I could, uh, if I could carry enough beads, as long as I have, <laughs> as long as I don't run out of beads. Now there's motivation. Yeah, uh, under the uh, album of Yahoo, hee-haw, there we go. <laughs> Trade with the natives, yes. How many? Look, big shiny beads, very nice. And they also All have right. good food down there. Uh, New Orleans? Yeah. yeah. The la- last time we were in New Orleans, it was the beginning of our tour, there was a restaurant right across the street from the hotel, and it was excellent. Uh, it was crowded, as most places in New Orleans would be. Uh, but the food was very, very good. Left a really uh, a good uh, taste in my mouth, so to speak. All right. Uh, when we come back, we want to talk to you. The basic questions, te- the Texas policy of turning around cars with Louisiana plates because there are hot spots in Louisiana now. Uh, unless you have a, a bona fide address that you're going to shelter in place in Texas for two weeks, they turn you back. How do you feel about that? Uh, do you know anybody who is virus positive? Uh, it was announced that Darius Pridgen is positive now. We wish him all the best in a healthy recovery. And uh, we're going to a year. It's, uh, it's been extended by four. Uh, it's going by a whole month is what I meant to say. By four months by the president. Give us a call now. We'll talk to you after the break on News Radio 930 WBEN. <laughs> Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You see, as serious as this is and people dying right and left and and denying entrance to a state and whatever, we still haven't gotten through uh, to younger people how serious it is. They're not taking it serious enough. I told you, my sister called me. She lives in Daytona and said they went to by the beaches. One beach totally closed because they do it by county down there. The next one wasn't closed and it was packed, packed with kids. And so I think what you need, as, as, as weird as it sounds, you need something they would understand, that they would do, that they might use uh, to get through that this is a serious thing. For instance, they talk about a six-foot uh, a six foot uh, space between people when you're out. It's hard to gauge six feet, all right? Three feet in a yard, so it's only three yards. It's, it's not much in a, a football first down, all right? So I think they should raise it to 10 feet. Now, I'll tell you why. 
because then you could have a little fun marketing it and making sure they remember how serious it is by saying, I could touch you with this 10-foot pole. Because how many times, guys, let's be honest, you looked and you said, oh, no, no, I wouldn't uh, touch her with a 10-foot pole, right? Isn't it 10 feet? They're not coming on to answer. I'm sorry. We're getting a directive from ABC again. Oh, what what are they talking about? A a new um, press conference? Probably over and over and over and over. That that squawk box would drive me nuts. I think it... (laughs) It's if I crazy. were in that studio, they la- that squawk box would last about four four minutes. It would, be, it would be now scrap metal. If we put out a 10-foot pole and said, I could touch you with this 10-foot pole, I think you might be able to reach some of the kids that aren't paying attention now because they could have some fun with it. You know what's funny is, is the younger uh, folks are blaming the older folks for not paying attention to the uh, stay-home edict, uh, and the older folks are saying, no, it's the younger. So somebody's lying here. Somebody in between. Well, now, I got a t- uh, was that a text about the grandmother, uh, Bernie? Was that a text or an email? Which one was it about uh, going to Erie? It's uh, she. It's a text. We got a text now. When you get a text, we can't verify whether it's true or not. We, there's a certain amount of trust involved. Uh, we assume it's true. Uh, you'd have to be pretty strange to be pranking somebody during a national or international epidemic. But it says, don't get too cocky, because it says that uh, you're clear. Uh, according to that, his grandmother got tested on Saturday. And said, and it was a clean, a clean test. Uh, no, don't worry about it. Now, most of us would think, okay, that means we're pretty, uh, pretty safe now. At least we don't have it now. Well, uh, what was this? Sunday, Monday, Monday. Today is Monday. Two days later, died last night. Died last night. Got tested Saturday. Sunday night died. Uh, now it was a grandmother, and she was eighty something years old. Eighty-eight. She was eighty-eight years old. Still driving, by the way. Uh, but got tested uh, according to this. Now, I can't verify if it's true, but got tested uh, one day and uh, uh, on a Saturday, uh, last Saturday, and s- Sunday night, yeah. Sunday night died. So that's, that's pretty scary. Now, it could, it could have been a fault. You know how you hear about false positives, and I guess they have them in medicine too. Let's just hope this wasn't a false positive. Let's go to Peter in St. Catharines. Peter, you're on WBEN. Hello, Peter. Thank you to Joe and uh, Tony for such a good show as always. So, Thank you. I want to I want to weigh in again because I'm an avid listener and supporter of this president, but I'm taking off my political hat, putting on my epidemiology hat, and a little politics. First of all, I think stepping back again, president is doing an excellent job based on the situation at hand. He has to be informed <clears throat> by all the advisors that are leading. All of those uh, health agencies, CDC, NIH, etc. He's like the CEO, which we know. So <clears throat> it's what they're giving him and his own decision-making capabilities to make a final decision. And I think as of today, he's doing a, a, a superb job. I do think in the beginning, I now understand where I listened to you this morning and the incrementalism in the sense that at first he was talking about April 12th. Now we had... April 30th. I think what he what they must do though is <clears throat> get a little firm in terms of don't throw out dates to the public because people are people are they like people who are making clear decisions and firm. 
they don't like the indecision. And uh, in his talk yesterday, he mentioned, you see, the reporters are constantly trying to hit him and bait him. And Absolutely, he, yeah. Yeah, he's such an honest, open person. He wants to go with them. But he has to be very careful of the things that he says because people are listening to him and hanging on his words. Because then when he said April 30th, he said, who knows? You know, we take a look, see what's happening. Something may happen by June. You can't use all those different time periods. You need to be very firm at this stage. What I would want him to do is put a muzzle on all of his people, like Fauci and these people. No more talk shows. These people are going on all of the talk shows on Saturday and Sunday. And if you listen to their language properly, they are at odds with him in some things. And you don't want that. You want this very tight. Everybody must speak with the same message. And um, the reality, Sandy, is there's so much disinformation. Because listen, I'm looking at a lot of data. I have a lot of data because I'm involved in this. And I'm being, without saying, I'm just saying. We know of a lot of elderly people who get infected. And they come out of this very fine. So it's a very complicated situation. But the data seems to be almost clear that the people at risk here uh, elderly population who have a bunch of underlying medical conditions because <clears throat> the reality is this is an infection that creates an inflammatory response to the level of the lungs such that it creates a type of pneumonia that, like in influenza, etc., that causes the breathing difficulty. And elderly people, because you are older, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm going to become elderly, because you're older, you, 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 your lungs are less compliant, etc., and you might need some assistance. The problem, the rate-limiting step, don't care how you look at the data, don't care who are the risk groups, is access to a mechanical ventilator. And <clears throat> when you look at the data, um, Sandy, yes. the United States has about 100 and, between 100 to 120,000 mechanical ventilators online across America. Between what's in the hospitals and projected what is in the military, etc. If you look at the population of America, 240 million, and you project that there are about 25 million people, 75 and above, in that you have about 10 million that let's say is about 80 and above. That 10 million is the nerve center. That is the 10 million that's causing the angst in the United States because that 10 million are the ones that have secondary conditions. And that 10 million Americans are the 10 million who's at risk. Let me ask you a question. Are there, have you heard anecdotally of any false positives in the test? Because we got a text, which we can't verify, but person said his grandmother was tested in Erie, Pennsylvania, at a reputable place on Saturday and given a clean bill of health regarding the test. What? Of course. Well, she wasn't. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, come here. Every, every, All right, hold, hold on, Peter. Hold on. I want to get this straight. Yes, go ahead. She was just yeah. tested on Saturday, found to be positive, and then died on Sunday. Yeah, have you ever heard of a, of a false positive like that? Get tested one day and die the next? No, no, no. Well, well hold on. The, te- the, 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 this, the, the, the piece you just played was she was tested as positive and died on Sunday. Yes. Soon after. 
So she yeah. tested positive for the infection. So she had the infection. False positive is if you test, which I think you you know, but I'll ju- I'm just reading it, saying it. Yeah. A false positive is if you, if we are saying you are positive, uh, you're testing uh, positive with a particular test, but you don't have the particular condition. And you die. Well, false positive is we are saying, based on the test, that you are positive, but you did not have the condition. In That's correct. Case, she didn't test. She, this was not false positive. From what I just heard, she tested positive. Yeah, it's not technically a false positive because she tested positive. one way and died within uh, two days. Well, it means, She tested positive. It means that this person had was ill. And by the time they tested, they already advanced in the condition. So, so when the test picked her up and tested positive, this person already had advanced illness. So she was heading toward a problem anyway. Okay, I understand that. Yep. Yeah, I, I, got, uh, got, I got it uh, mixed up with another one we had earlier. So she tested positive and died one day later. So you got to really be careful. Peter, uh, being an epidemiologist, always good to talk to you, especially during these times. Thank you for your help. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, uh, now I got it straight. Now, Bernie, she tested positive on Saturday and died on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was the reverse. Okay, guys, let's take a break on News Radio 930 WBEN. I finally got it right because I'm wearing headphones and uh, Bernadette is writing things down and she's telling me things, and I had the story half right anyway. So the story is the woman was tested in Pennsylvania on Saturday, tested positive, and then uh, was driving a car around despite the fact she's 88 years old, tested positive on Saturday and died on Sunday. There. Now, I, do I have it right now? Two thumbs up? Good. Okay, let's go to uh, Tom in West Seneca. Tom, you're on WBEN. Hello, Tom. Is Tom there? Is Tom gone? He should be there. See Dick run, see Jane run after him. Tom, you're on WBEN. I don't think so. Let's go to Joe in Cheektowaga. Joe, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello there, Joe. What do you have in mind to talk about today, Joe? Sandy. Yes, Joe. Can you not hear me? Yes, Sandy. I can hear you. Can you hear me? This is Tom. I can. Oh, okay. We're back to Tom. Okay. Yes, Tom. You're from West Seneca. What do you have for us today? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm a, it's a pleasure, sir. I, I just want to talk about social distancing. Uh, uh, you know, I'm an old buzzard, and I, I, I have issues with young people uh, doing that. I'm trying to remember when I was 18, if I would do that, I probably would. So I'm, I don't want to be too critical of them. My wife and I, who are in our 70s, we went for a ride the other day. And we went down Route 20. We saw Target, a lot of cars. We saw Walmart. I think there were probably 300 cars there. <laughs> They're wow. every restaurant, every restaurant. And, and, and I think it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong here. It's a good thing for sure. But I don't see the difference between closing restaurants where people are, are, you know, they're sitting at tables and they're not really very close to each other. But I think it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong here. Now we go to Walmart where there's probably three, four hundred people in that store. And I'm thinking they're a lot closer to each other than they are in a restaurant. And, you know, I don't want to say that I have to want to close every every store because people need stuff and we know all that. But I just don't see the difference. One the th- only thing the only thing I can figure out 
is that when you're at a restaurant sit-down, you're sitting at a table, and you stay there for maybe an hour in one place. And, and the, the servers come by, they serve you food, they take away some dishes, they bring dessert. At Walmart, even though there's probably more people in it, they're moving. Uh, they're, not, uh, they're not static, and that's the only thing I can think of because I think you bring up a good argument. Well, I think that people are, are near each other in Walmart. I, I just think they are, and, and I've gone into stores to get stuff, and people are closer than you think. They're closer than, than, than 10 feet that you want to do, which would be a really good thing, but I don't see how you could enforce that. <laughs> you know? I, I'd, I'd, I'd have my old 10-foot pole business. I get you, man. I, I'm probably there with you. But okay. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that I, I don't, uh, I, I'm starting not to really understand the social distancing because I don't, I, I, one person has it in Walmart, has the, has the virus, and you're going to have thousands and thousands of people that could contract it is what I'm saying. Well, that's true. You know, the, the trouble uh, that we have, Joe, is that we spend our whole youth trying to get closer to people, usually women, and now we're being told we have to stay away from them, and that's not normal for us. We don't want to give that up. Well, you're right, and uh, so I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, the young people, you know, listen, I wish I was 18. I probably would be on the beaches. This will let you know. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, maybe tomorrow, uh, Tony, we can play I Wish I Was 18 Again. It, it was a, um, a very, very good country song. Okay, let's go to uh, Joe in Cheektowaga. Uh, Joe, you're on WBEN. Great show, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, so I wondered financial guys touched on it on the weekend i wondered if you have any knowledge if any schools are doing um, processing any layoffs the thought being that everybody that was working at a school a month ago can't be required in a zoom classroom today uh lunchroom staff bus drivers transportation uh, uh mentally disabled classrooms guidance counselors and so on so if the federal, if we're part of the federal government on state issues and lockdowns between borders, couldn't we um, participate in some of the unemployment that's given in the two trillion dollar um, package? Yeah, I know that they they in the package because I haven't seen it yet. And if you look at the size of it, it would take at least a decade to read it. Uh, is extending the benefits, but I don't know if they're. Ex- extending who the benefits will will uh, end up in uh so the bottom line is we don't know but we can find out and then we'll try and do that thank you thank hey, you for the call sandy yes. i mean i know there's certain like the lunch staff at a lot of schools are still working because they're still preparing meals lunch and breakfast too yeah. and then most bus drivers are part-time um so unfortunately if they don't have a shift uh they're not yeah. getting paid to answer two of the questions he proposed. There's so many questions and so few answers in this stuff. Everybody wants a miracle finish. And the, I think the president, by going a full 30 days forward, is kind of like uh, the frog in the water, as I said earlier. Uh, he, he wished we could have done it by Easter. We can't do it by Easter. He's doing what the critics said he should do, but they don't give him any credit for it. Even though he's doing what they suggest, then they don't give him credit for it. You figure that one out, okay? This is a, a, a disregard for a president I've never, like I've never seen in my life, and I think he's doing a good job. I truly do. Think of the massive amount of work involved with this. Like uh, Cuomo's getting very good reviews, and, and even for me, I thought he would and still do think he's doing a good job. He's working with one state. I know it's, 
It's the uh, Empire State. It's New York. The president has New York and 49 others and some territories, okay? So he's got a lot more to look at in the landscape, and uh, people don't give him credit for that. And I think you really do have to. All right, that about wraps it up. I'm going to take my headphones off and go sit on the couch. I love this show. <laughs> it is really cool. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.